millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome to the All by the Popcorn podcast. I'm Alessandra. And I'm Emily. And today, if you wouldn't have guessed from our backgrounds, if you're watching on our YouTube, we are talking about the Suicide Squad. James Gunn's The Suicide Squad. Yes, not the not the previous Suicide Squad. No, the. The only differences between these movies is that the old one doesn't have a the in front of it. And this one does. Um, but yeah, the new Suicide Squad movie. Um, I, I was trying to like wrap my head around this movie. I was like, is it a sequel? Is it a remake? I knew it wasn't the exact same story. Like, I knew that for sure. But I was like, is it kind of supposed to be a continuation off of the first movie and i think it kind of is because everything's already pretty established um mm-hmm. it's just kind of a different mission um yep which is totally fine um but uh yes this is currently a showing for a limited time on hbo max that is how that is how we watch this movie um i think it's on didn't get a chance to see it in theaters too busy no, yeah, no, it was it was just a bit a bit too tough to make it to the theaters, which I probably would have seen this in theaters. And I think it would have been fun mm-hmm. to see this in theaters, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. I definitely would have if I had the time. But it's just very convenient that it was on HBO Max. <laughs> it's very convenient for a lot of movies. Um, but I'm glad we could have watched it. I literally just finished it. Danny and I watched it um, while we had dinner and I had some wine. And it was a good time. I was cracking up the whole time. You ate food while you were watching this movie, too? I did. Lots of gory imagery. Yes. But it didn't really gross me out. I kind of expected it. I heard it was very gory, so I wasn't really, like, shocked by it, really. It didn't, you know. I think if I had seen it in theaters, it would have been a lot more visually, In your face a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know, there's, so. there was one part that kind of grossed me out that I was like, oh, maybe I shouldn't be eating during this. But normally I don't get too squeamish. But I, I don't even know what scene it was. But like the second it happened, I was like, oh, <laughs> kind of wish I wasn't eating yeah. right now. Um, it was, you know, yeah. a lot more violent than I think even the first one. And truthfully, I only got through about five minutes of the first one. So I can't be... Such a good judgment. Did you never <laughs> like fully finish the first the first movie? Never? I did not. Oh. The Because the, it just started off really bad. And I remember, I think I tried to watch it on a plane or something. And I got like five or ten minutes in. And I was like, this isn't getting any better. This isn't very interesting. The editing made me want to throw up. <laughs> So I was like, I can't, like, keep watching this. And so I didn't. Wow. Yeah, I went and saw the first Suicide Squad in theaters. Oh, you were stuck. I, you were stuck. I, 
And 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 to this day, I have never walked out of a movie. Like no matter how bad it is, I I I sit through them. Cause you know, you, you, I sat I paid through for Cloverfield. It. I walked out of Cloverfield. <gasps> I never saw Cloverfield. Well, I saw it in theaters, and only about half of it, because it made me nauseous and so in- entirely uncomfortable that I had to just exit the theater. Yeah. And go put my mind at ease with something less scary. Yeah, I uh, I definitely heard that about about Cloverfield. Um, but um, but this is. This is the new Suicide Squad. Let's. Where should we start? There's so much. There's so much to unpack. I I kind of want to. I kind of want to touch on the gore a little bit. Um, I. I I don't dislike gore. I do like gore if it's tasteful. Um, and, like even though the 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 gore was kind of like I think it was supposed to be sort of more comedic in this movie. It just seemed like a bit much sometimes, and it looked very fake sometimes. I was like, oh, yeah. they really tried to like show people, like you know, slicing off a head and seeing seeing a. They hammed it see, up. It was too much. Hammed it. it the up. movie <laughs> didn't need it. Like like you like it could yeah. have been it could have been funny without all like the the I mean kind of kind of crappy like CG blood sometimes like it. I yeah. I was like okay like it, at one point it was just getting a bit too much but. Um, but that's pretty much the only comment I had about the blood. But uh, yes, I was laughing a lot during this movie as well. It was, it was very enjoyable to the point where I may be inclined to say yes to watching it again in the future. I I would say that this movie was absolutely unhinged. Um, no rules. Honestly, one of the one of the only movies I've ever seen that was so unhinged. I mean, there was no you had no idea what was going to happen, and also these characters are just so incredibly reckless that you just don't really like the 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 point of it is that they're so reckless. So then it's like so much extra intensity and 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 just complete abandon to everything that makes sense in a superhero movie. And that's why it works. Whereas, obviously, the first one was a, a lot darker in tone and tried to be more serious. Yeah. This one was a lot less serious. It was, like, a lot more fun. Within the first ten minutes of the movie, most of this Suicide Squad that was put together um, was murdered on the beach. Yeah, yeah. And there was just, like, so much, like, horrendous gore so quickly that it just, like, told you what kind of movie this was going to be. That you really shouldn't attach yourself to anybody because it's... Because they could they could be gone. This is, this, is ga- this yeah. is Game of Thrones we're talking about here. They will be... they The ones you love will die. Um, but, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I thought... Um, the the beginning was was almost a little misleading because you know I knew it was James Gunn I was like expecting like really good music and we did but like right. I think it yeah. almost tried to like trick you in the beginning like the pace to be like Guardians of the Galaxy yeah like the pacing was a little weird it was a little slow it was a little weird like it was just a little strange in the beginning there was like little to no music or the music was just like boring I was like I was like is this a James Gunn movie like what the hell is this and then and you know 
Kimmy five minutes in. She's like, I don't like this movie. And I'm like, I'm like, Ki- I'm like, Kimmy, give it a second. Oh, Get, no. She, okay. This isn't, this isn't I, her movie. This isn't, it is not her movie. I know. For I one. understand. It's not a Kimmy movie. I totally but, get it. But, I totally but also, understand. like, I was like, I was like, okay, let's not, let's not be too rash here. All right. We need to, we need to let this play through. We need to let this play out. Um, but yeah, complete, complete yeah. chaos. I completely agree. But I think it worked for this movie. And again, we're dealing with villains who are play villains or just people who are misguided or you know have just you know anti-heroes yes anti-heroes um that are playing the hero so these aren't like these aren't righteous virtuous people these are they're they're chaotic they're probably not all there mentally they have their own issues their own things going on like this is Mm -hmm. farthest from a hero you can you can possibly get but but, well, Bloodsport and Idris Elba's character yes. was our, like, closest thing. And obviously, we always have Harley, which we'll talk about her. Yes. But yeah, like, Idris Elba's character was our more connectable character because it was clear from the beginning of his story that he cared about his daughter, even though he was, like, telling like her a... to stay away from him. Yeah. He cared about her, at least a little bit, right? So it was like... Yeah. And even saying to her, you should stay away from me, it's like he is automatically thinking his daughter can, like, handle herself and should get away from him and his bad habits. That's already a thing that would make him feel like he's a loving father, even though it was a very backwards way of doing that, right? Like, yeah, you know, seeing him fight with her was clear that they have history and that they actually do really care about each other it's just they they take it out in this like more you know screaming kind of way <laughs> yeah and that's more like a aggressive way in in a in a way but uh so he so and and his story was like he's a he was in a um a paid assassin basically like people would just pay him to kill people and that's like yeah kind of how he made his money i believe um yeah but yeah and and even with him telling his daughter to you know, not talk to him or, you know, disassociate with him. Um, in a way, he was probably just protecting her, like, you know, from yeah, probably getting further hurt. I mean, he was pro- he was probably never yeah. getting out of jail. Like, yeah, probably just trying to get Murdering her to move on. a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. So I really liked but Idris. he had, like, as a yeah, he had more morals than John Cena's Peacemaker, who was very... Like morally, like backwards in a way. So it kind of like yeah. was like, oh, we can associate with Idris Elba, who wouldn't kill women and children, but like Peacemaker is um, obviously very unhinged because his morals are completely different. Like he does not care who he has to kill. Yeah, to maintain his his radical moral agenda you know yeah he felt kind of like the uh character in falcon and the winter soldier the uh the anti-cap oh yeah um, that's what i was thinking too yeah <laughs> her yeah, just kind of like the, a skewed uh, a skewed thoughts about justice and like and like mm-hmm. and especially with uh with finding the um the a little chip at the end or like the little drive mm-hmm. um and wanting to release it so people can know like you know, the truth could be, could be released and him thinking that that would cause just like widespread pandemonium and that's not what the country needs. Like he just wants to follow his orders yeah. and, you know, do what he's told and, and be, be named the hero. 
Um, well, he was basically a mini-me of Waller, who has those mismatched morals as well, and her agenda is also, like, whatever she needs to do to achieve the safety of America is, like, yeah. basically her entire... So she's like a very radical character who's the leader and we see her get wiped out by her own team because of her like difficult choices that they they deem wrong. Yeah. Um so it's basically like he's like an extension of Waller, you know. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting that James Gunn has managed to completely like bring the, a lot of these backstories of these characters to the forefront and they're so weird and strange and have us like care for them you know obviously with Idris Elba and the rat girl um just like having us like really care about them because we think that they have like a twinge of good in them and then of course we already care about Harley from previous movies so it really, she, he didn't even need to give Harley anything because Harley is already so established in this world. So it was like nice to focus on some on of the other, other people. Characters. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's it's yeah. been really nice, just like like even with these you know chaotic antiheroes, getting to know just like some different DC characters in general. Um, we end up seeing a lot of the same stuff when it comes to DC. Um, yeah. we've said the same things about, about Marvel. Like we, I like to see, I like to be introduced to new heroes. I, I want to, I want fresh meat. We need a, I want new heroes to like obsess over. I mean, you know, I still have, yeah. still have all the, all the old ones that I love, you know, will always have a place in my heart for Iron Man and stuff. But like, I'm, I want to see DC branch out some more. I'm tired of seeing everything already. Um, so hopefully with the release of the justice, the, the remake of the justice league movie and, which I heard is really good. We do plan to talk about that Watch one that. in the future. It's just, yeah. you have to mentally prepare for that. And luckily that one's on HBO for, I think forever. For a while. Cause it's a, it's yeah. an HBO like original or something. So that one will be yeah. there. Um, but yeah. So hopefully with, with these two movies kind of getting out there, maybe DC will focus on, on some new stuff. Hopefully. I don't know. Well, who do you have behind you? Who's on your screen? The best character in the, the movie? The best character. Basically, so I, I was making so many comparisons to, like, um, uh, Guardians, obviously, because James Gunn worked on that movie, and, like, Deadpool. Like, those were, like, mm-hmm. kind of the movies that were kind of coming into my head as I was watching this, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Like, we both know the Guardians movies are fun, um, and the Deadpool movies are fun. So, uh, but this is, uh, this is The King Shark or King Shark or something, um, so to me, he was like the Groot or, or even, or even the Drax. Like he, he was yeah. kind of both. He was really, yeah. and, and I love both those he's characters. Dumb. He's dumb and he's just and lovable, lovable and, yeah. and just violent, violent. Yes. He eats people. Eats, eats things. I, I loved watching him eat people. It was, it was adorable. He, I, I said, I said before, before the podcast started, <laughs> I said, uh, King Shark is baby. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. and I will, I will protect yeah. him with my life. <laughs> Danny loves King Shark. He said that <laughs> so King Shark cute. is very fun in the Harley Quinn animated series. Oh, 
Apparently that is like somehow on HBO Max or something. A lot of DC stuff is the the original like Teen Titan show is on HBO HBO Max and I I started watching it. I I didn't get very oh. far. I want to continue though. Um but yeah. And there's like a new Teen is Titans it... live action yeah. show. I've is... started watching it. I've watched two episodes of it with my cousins this weekend. I was going to tell you that. Enzo was obsessed with it. He's almost done. And he was like, we got to watch it. And I was like, all right. So I watched the first two episodes. Did you like it? Should I watch it? It's, yeah, it's like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so is that a no? I mean, it's fine. <laughs> like, yeah, I think you should watch it. I think you would enjoy it. It's just, it's definitely very, like. It seems a little like CW, CW-ish to me. Like, it kind of seems like yeah. it'd be that. And I'm not, I'm not too into that. Um. It's DC TV for sure, but it does have like good characters. Okay. It's just the 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 drama is very DC oh, television, gosh. like very like The Flash, very like Green Lantern or whatever. What the heck? I don't know what shows they have. Oh, Green Arrow but, probably. Um, I don't Green know. Arrow, Green Arrow, yeah, Arrow, Green Arrow season right. one was actually really good. I remember watching that like in college. Um, well, the, yeah. okay, I would equate it to being like that, but it is about the. Teen Titans, which of course is fun and always great. So we have that to fall back on. And obviously I talked about the old Titan Teen Titans show that we used to watch on Cartoon Network. I definitely haven't seen all those episodes, but I did watch quite a few of them. Yeah, yeah. And then, but Enzo and Luca were also watching that new, that little kid show, the Teen Titans Go show. Oh, I cannot, I cannot watch that. That one is like entirely nonsense. Like there, there is absolutely no drama. It's not meant for teenagers at all it's mostly just meant for kids like pre like tweens like that's what yeah. i would say that show is like for but yeah the like teen titan show was definitely more for kids like 13 and up like yeah 12 like that kind of age where you're like into the drama you know into the like romance between robin and starfire or whatever yeah teen titans you know Go I mean. is, is basically like chibi teen titans and exactly. and it's just yeah i watched a couple episodes they're they're it's it's fun but it was it's a lot mm-hmm. it's a it's a bit much it's a lot they're really annoying and it's just like that's kind of the way it's supposed to be yeah you know, it's not really supposed to be like extremely deep or anything yeah we're trying to do any deep themes oh um, for sure yeah but yeah. You know, and speaking of deep themes, we had some kind of deep things themes in, in Suicide Squad. Um, just following, like, you know, the uh, Harley kind of redemption arc, and also just like the father and daughter with the Rat Girl, and then like, you know, it kind of, and then the mother and son with the polka dot guy. You know, like there was kind of like a nice like. Um, darker kind of backstory to to these characters that we got to see a little bit of you know yeah so what was what was peacemakers um backstory did we hear much about him um no like nothing yeah i mean it was it's very it's very slight on all of them which i mean i guess in the grand scheme of things is you know better than nothing and and um it's rat uh, girl had taika watiti as a dad though he did i saw him i was like (laughs) taika (laughs) 
I I loved the uh, I let was it Ratcatcher two? Like who's Ratcatcher one? Yeah. Like I her father. Oh. Her father was Ratcatcher one. That's it what they all said. Makes sense now. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I, I didn't know her great. father had like a had like a had like a superhero name or you know whatever. Uh, yeah. A name I, associated with him. I, I I was thinking more like maybe there just happened to be another one or maybe he had another daughter or I don't know something but yeah okay that makes sense father a lot of people exploded in this movie um yeah exploded imploded uh got smashed just like a lot like this this was also like just uh. also a million ways to die like just completely. Just imagine a way of someone dying. It was in this movie. It was in here. For sure. For sure. Um, I liked it. Harley's in- entire killing spree. Yes! Both of them that she had was, like, epic. The one where she was, like, had the flowers behind her and everything. That was amazing. That was a great choice. Obviously, we love Harley. You can go listen to her Birds of Prey podcast. She's fucking so great. Yeah, do you um, think this movie happens, like, kind of after that? Because did she go back to jail after Birds of Prey, or is she still is she still out, like, of jail? She said that she was in the car. She said she was arrested because of that she uh, did an armed robbery in a bank. Or she, like... Something with a bank with a car. She was like, oh, in the, like basically, she tried to rob a bank, and um, I wonder, I wonder if that's if that's what she did at the end of Birds of Prey, but I don't remember. Um, because yeah, I mean, I, I guess she had to be back in jail in order to become a part of the Suicide Squad again. Um, yeah, but yeah, like the 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 whole first group going going on, uh, who we kind of follow, we think they're gonna be the Suicide. Okay, I like. I didn't watch any trailers yeah. for this. I didn't look at any posters. I didn't even know who technically <laughs> who was in, in this movie or what heroes were. So I, I started this movie thinking that the first group that we come into, like, meet, is the Suicide Squad. Me too. Like, and... I mean... And... Yeah. Well, I knew that Idris Elf was in it. I knew that there were some people in it. I just didn't... I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize yeah. that all these people were going to die. But like, like the from the previous movie, like Jai Courtney was in it too. Yes, Boomer uh, died, and he was in that first group. Flula was in that first group. Um, Yandu from Guardians of the Galaxy was. In... But he was playing Savant. Yes, yeah, Savant. Different guy. That was great. That was. Um, it was good. Nathan Fillion. Yes, Nathan and... Fillion. Okay, I I knew Nathan Fillion was in this movie because I remember I seeing didn't. like a Reddit. <laughs> There's there was this crazy petition going around on Twitter. Um, that was like some, some person from a town wanted to name their like pavilion, the, the Nathan Fillion pavilion or something like they wanted to, they sort of had a petition going around to name, that makes sense. to name Nathan something Fillion this. pavilion. And I think, <laughs> and I think like James Gunn saw it or someone from Suicide Squad saw it and like, and shared it and it just blew up and. Oh, that's so And that's funny. how I knew that Nathan Fillion was in this movie, was because I read this, and it was hilarious. Um, that's so funny. It was so funny. Um, but yeah, also Flula. Weasel. God. 
The fucking weasel. I hated him. I'm so <laughs> glad that weasel wasn't in the whole movie because it scared me. Like, I was like, I, every time it was on screen, I was like, Daddy, that's nightmare fuel. That's fucking nightmare fuel. I can't. I can't with this character. He's going to make me so scared to go to sleep. Like, that yeah. thing is frightening. I kind of so I, I kind of went through waves. Like, in the beginning, I was like, I was like, oh, fuck, no, this is not staying here. And and then, you know, and then he died. I was kind of sad. Like, I was, a little, I was like, no, weasel. And then when he wakes up at the very end and walks off, I was like, yes, weasel's alive. But no, I'm also glad he was not in this movie because I actually hated him. I really, I hated looking at him. I didn't want to keep looking at him. He scared me. <laughs> he was absolutely so terrifying. He was absolutely um, terrifying. Yeah. Uh, then we also had... Um, What's Pete Davidson was also in the yes, um, and he got his face blown off. Yeah, oh my gosh. I wish he was in it more because I like Pete Davidson. I'm like one of those weird people who thinks his comedy is actually kind of funny and refreshing, um, even though he's very problematic as a person. I guess. Yeah, I just think I think like you know his acting's not horrible, and I don't really think there's anything wrong with his comedy generally. I mean, people just like really love to hate on him, but you know, mm, like I don't really care. You know, I kind of think he's kind of funny. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sure what his character was all about, but um, but yeah, I mean, he did good for for the amount of time he was in there. I just don't think he's he's a big enough name to to really see be in this movie until the end but um but uh, i mean i don't know like it was it was just crazy seeing all those people we knew thinking that they were gonna be in the movie till the end but they weren't like a, just a lot of them died and only um what's his name i, I keep wanting to call him so harley oh, flag harley <laughs> harley and, and flag. it's rick yeah. it's like rick flag, rick flag or something but i keep calling him red flag <laughs> And he, well, yeah, and he's in the first one as well. Yes. Right? So him, yes. Harley, Boomer, and Viola Davis, I think, are the only people who were in the first movie as well. Well, Boomer dies. Yes, and the Boomer, Boomer dies. So, yeah, so then we've just got, yeah, and he was great, and he had a great death. Um, oh, yeah. I thought that the fight was really fun, especially that shot of, uh, in, in the helmet, when you could see the reflection of the helmet and they were fighting. Yeah. That was that was really fun. Um, also, just the whole starfish from the sky thing. Starfish was, from space. Oh, my God. So funny. Like, this thing walking around, just like, like, giant Patrick was, like, the most, again, the most unhinged shit hilarious it was so fucking funny it was just like just the pink and blue star like smushing people it was so funny this movie was like weirdly colorful yet dark like i don't know how this movie did it but it just it just was so vibrant yet like muted dark at the same time i don't know how yeah. i don't know how that works but yeah the starfish even felt yeah. almost like like star trek to me because at the very end he was like i was content flying around in space by myself and you know yeah the, like, yeah just like star trek like, but the americans like went and you know grabbed it like nabbed him from space like just you know because we're like that but um <laughs> it is like that episode of star trek with that giant um jellyfish in space 
Yeah. And the jellyfish's baby. Yeah. That's like one of the first episodes of Next Generation. Mm -hmm. It's like one of the first ones. And then it revisits it later in the series. But it's like they have its baby and then it's like freaking out because they took its baby. Yeah, yeah. Like that's what that whole thing was. But they don't end up like killing it. They let it go. Yeah. Because it's Star Trek. They let it go. (laughs) They let it go. Um, yeah, and this one, Harley jumps in his giant eye and swims and, like, with all the rats. swims around <laughs> in it. Oh my gosh, this movie. Like, and and it was crazy. Like, TV and I started it, and then my roommates eventually came home, and then and then uh, Raymond ended up finishing it with me. And, and he was lost. I had to, like, explain things to him along the way, because, you know, like, everything that had happened with Polka Dot Man had, like, already happened, and... And uh, like there was a scene where everyone was his mom, and and I was like, yeah, he that in order to great. kill people, he has to picture them as his mom. <laughs> and I was just like yeah. explaining these, and he's like, oh sure, <laughs> like <laughs> giant mom, giant like, mom, as the starfish. Oh my gosh! Ugh. But it's so funny how like the jokes were just so good because you know when we see Polka Dot Man, he was so I liked Polka Dot Man a lot too. Um, and, yeah. you know, jokingly, they're like, what do you do, that throw polka dots at people? Common. Yes, he throws polka dots at people. Like acid polka yeah. dots, okay? Like, they're like... Acid deadly uh, virus, like polka dots. From another dimension. From another dimension. Oh, apparently Sean Gunn played Weasel, which makes a lot of sense. Um, you know, obviously, oh. his brother. Yeah. Um, the the guy the know, guy was, who also is in, uh, yes... He's in Guardians, and he's in every movie that James Gunn makes. Yeah. I mean, he's his brother. Yeah. So, he's in a lot of things, but, um... What was it? Oh, yeah. I, made a joke of, I made a joke about this movie when, when they brought up the Jotunheim. I was like, oh, he just knows all about the Jotunheim. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. I have to tell Danny. <laughs> I think, I think I was the oh, only one good. who got that joke because Kimmy was just like, oh. "What does that mean?" And I'm like, "I'm like, oh, that's so I'm like, funny. you don't understand me." Oh, I got it. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I figured you would. Also, Danny and I are, are watching this show called Ragnarok, which is on Netflix. It's a Norwegian show. Um, it's fantastic. Oh. You really should watch it. It takes place in Norway, and it takes place in present times as if the gods like Thor and Loki and all that are existing now and they're like in teenagers bodies oh so they're like discovering that they're Thor and stuff oh and they have to fight the giants and they're in their their home is called Jotunheim oh which is the same yeah yeah Jotunheim and the so Danny and I are just like we saw it and we were like (laughs) (laughs) Oh wow! I didn't even That's know funny. this. So is it kind of like a like a teen drama show or something, or like? Yeah, I mean, it's got adults in it. Okay. Like the, it's like basically the parents and the kids. Okay. And in their this Norwegian town, um, it's so beautiful. Obviously, I do like to call it an end drama because it's very dramatic. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but it's got like a like the they're great. Like the people are absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. And <laughs> you know it's. It's fun. So I, I recommend it. We're not like, we're like halfway through season two now. 
Okay. And I think there's only two seasons because it's just kind of one of those shows that just has an ending. Okay. Um, so, yeah. It's great, though. We want to go visit now. <laughs> we want to go visit that town in Norway. Yeah. Where your your kin's from, Emily. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, I, my family on my mother's side is a Norwegian. Yes. Yes, yes. I definitely want to visit there one day. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, oh my gosh. I'm trying to remember what, what, what like noteworthy songs were like in this. I, I just was, I just was so, again, I don't, I'm not the best at listening to music in the background in movies. Right. Um, and this movie was Good particularly soundtrack. hard because there was a lot going on. Um, uh, but... there was a, uh, uh, Johnny Cash song. Okay. Um, but mostly it was contemporary music. I mean, it was a lot of contemporary music. I did catch the new Neighborhood song. Okay. Um, I'm still going to try and find I it on Spotify. there was a new, like, I, like a lot of new artists. So I think that this had a really good soundtrack with, like, a lot of people who are just come out with new music or made for the movie or made in tandem with the movie. Um, and so that there was a lot. There's mm-hmm. a lot of music in this. I mean, it was kind of the same way that other James Gunn movies have been. Um, Ooh, The Point of No Return by Kansas. Nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, there was like a mingling of new and uh, classic music. I was just trying to remember if the Scooby-Doo movie had a lot of music in it. And I think it did of its time. Like the live action ones? Yes, because James Gunn was the director of Scooby Doo. What? Are you are you freaking out right now? Because that's like his, one of his main movies. Yes. <laughs> Wait. What? I know those movies are fire. That first one is fire. Okay, it's so good. It is because James Gunn was the director. He's so good at comedy. He's he's like great at those. Those dramatic beats and everything. Oh, so did okay. So so did Disney hire uh, James Gunn back to do? Cause yeah, they did. He, he's on for, here for for Third Guardians. Yeah, yeah, they did. Okay, they did. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh! What he is the director of the Scooby Doo? Oh wait, yes. I don't see it on here under director. Yeah, I mean he made. He made the Scooby Doo the the what is it called the um it's like he was the a, island or whatever he was a writer, uh, screenplay. Maybe he just wrote the screenplay. I think he just wrote the Maybe screenplay. Maybe that was what it was. Yeah. yeah, but it's still like still he worked on it. That's it's crazy. Great. <laughs> yeah, he's the screenplay of the movie. Like it's basically like I think he was like also. What are the things he was a producer of? Yeah, he was a producer of the second one. Um, but, like, he had a lot to do with it. I mean, Scooby-Doo is, is like, it, it's a, it's a, it was birthed by James Gunn. <laughs> is, the, is, the, is the first one where they go to Monster, not Monster Island, um, is Monster Island? Yeah, the, called? let me see. Because there, there was what? There was two of them? There wasn't three. There was two of them. Yeah, I mean, it's the just first called one, Scooby-Doo. 
I think the first one is where is it, but the story is where they go to the Monster Island one or something. It's like, yeah. it's like uh, Skull Island or something. No, yeah, not Skull Spooky Island. Spooky Island. Spooky, Spooky Island. Yes. Spooky Island. You're right. You're right. It's Spooky oh, Island. I fucking yes. love that movie. Oh, I love it so good. So much. So much. Damn. Damn. <laughs> Damn, James. You are James a treasure. Gunn. You are a, I know. You are a treasure. <laughs> um, oh my um, gosh, what was your favorite part of this movie, Alessandra? I just like don't want to stop talking about it. Oh. Yeah, uh, it was... Let's see. I think I loved when Harley uh, killed that guy after they had their little romantic tryst. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then she shot him. Yeah. I think that was my favorite part. Because it had, like, that scene of, of Harley and her growth and of her as a person. And she was, like, basically saying, I am fooled by your charms, therefore you must be an asshole. So yeah. I must kill you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that was, like, that was great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I loved Birds of Prey. And then there was all that the bird scene of her with the birds. And I was, like... Oh. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, her little cute little parrots. Which, why did they have to k- k- burn all the parrots? It was so No rules sad. in this movie. Oh no rules. Gosh. They just flew out the window. They were like, whatever, we'll just kill all the birds. We'll just take down this giant space star with rats. Yeah. Oh, man. Why, why not? I mean, what else was going to kill it? The, po- the polka dots were working until he got killed. Yeah, he shouldn't have stopped. He like was like, he got the leg, and he was like, I'm a hero. And I'm like, keep going. There's This thing is huge. Yeah. Whatever. You lot. can't apply logic to this. There's no way. You can't. Um, I really liked the scene uh, where they were... Uh, going to save Rick Flag from the from the cap from his captors and so they they kill everyone in the in yeah. the camp. And Alice Braga's in and there, then they like... and then they find out that it's actually like like a or The Freedom Fighters. The Freedom Fighters camp and she's like, Where's everyone? And like there was there was no one here when we came. That was so funny. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And she just was like Okay. <laughs> She's like, "What the hell? You killed everyone!" And just and just watching everyone just like d- do their thing before they get killed. Oh my gosh, it was so funny. Oh man. Yeah. Just like they were very kooky. Everybody's yeah. very kooky. So it's fun. Um, obviously, just like adding all these kooky characters together and then kind of having only a couple that you root for. You're just generally like more into, I don't know, like there were some protagonists like the rat girl and with Harley and Idris Elba's character and even the polka dot guy that were like all good. So you didn't really want them to die, you know? I'm glad that like the girls didn't die. I wish there was more women in it. Because, again, it's just, like, a lot of men. Yeah. But, you know, 
that's the way it is, I guess. Yeah. They, they did put a lot many. of, they did put a lot of women in the, in the group and like Viola Davis's like group. Um, and they were yeah. all really funny too. Like when they were all placing yeah. bets and, and just like, Duh. just being really raunchy, which just was hilarious. Um, and I did like, I did like the arc of Peacemaker. Like he was just kind of an asshole the whole time, like an arrogant, like cocky asshole. But then like kind of seeing him turn like, more into a villain, like, at the end, and then, you know, we see him in the hospital bed at the end, uh, you know, saying that mm-hmm. he'll come back, maybe, um, if there's a, if there's a third one, or whatever, a new second move, I don't know, whatever the fuck, out. I've got know. some update on this, because <gasps> I just clicked on the actress, who's the blonde girl, um, her name is Jennifer Holland, uh-huh. and I recognize her from some TV shows and stuff. I clicked on her name, and apparently she's going to be in uh, all eight episodes of the Peacemaker TV series. Ooh, what? A TV series? It says... Is it John Cena going to be in that? Yeah, it's the picture of him, <gasps> and it says, fuck, <gasps> on the side. Oh! <laughs> it's Peacemaker HBO Max. Dude! This has to be releasing. Okay, it says series premiere in January 2022. Exciting. Very exciting. Sorry, I lost I lost you for a second. You froze. And the photo is of the back of his car here on IMDb and it's a comet. And then the underneath it, it, the license plate says Peacemaker, but it's spelled P-S-S-M-K-R. So it looks like piss. <laughs> it doesn't, yep, that's, which that was a joke made towards him in the movie. They called him Pissmaker. Uh-huh. So that, uh, there you go, making full circle. Full circle. Fun. Fun. Try to think what my Love favorite, it. what my favorite King Shark uh, scene was. I just, I just, I with just all the little loved cuttlefish or them. something. Yeah. He just. And all those fish that liked him or something. Liked him, but also wanted to eat him. So I don't. Eat him. I don't, uh, I don't really know what, what that was about, but, um, but yeah. And, uh, oh, and Peter, uh, Peter Capaldi, right? Is that his name? Doc, the doctor. The doctor. Also, remember he was in Dangerous Liaisons? <gasps> was he? Oh. Yeah, remember he was like a side character in that. That sounds vaguely familiar. Yeah. Yeah, he was in that. And speaking of, today is Keanu Reeves' birthday, so happy birthday, Keanu Happy Reeves. birthday, Keanu. <laughs> Love you. Love you lots. Mm-hmm. Hope you had a great mm-hmm. birthday. Um, yep. Any other lasting, lasting thoughts on Suicide Squad? The Suicide Squad? Sorry, need to call it by its new, its new name. Well, I'm, you know, of course, because this movie came after the failure of the first one, it was like, the fact that DC was willing to give it another try and put more money into it was kind of like... It, it's wild of them to make this very brash decision based on the fact that the Twice. first one... Because they did it with, with Justice League, too. 
Like, uh, these are very weird decisions, but I think it's for the better of... I think they're trying to correct their wrongs. Yes. And think like Kevin Feige. They just think to themselves, what would Kevin Feige do? And then they do that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if, if you have the right answer in front of you, just go ahead and copy it. Like, because I... <laughs> Kevin Feige has the right answer. Like, he always has the right answer. He's made he's the had right the right answer every time. <laughs> he's had the right answer for, since for since whenever years, Iron Man came 10 out. Ten plus yeah. years. Yeah, yeah. Ever, like what? Like twelve like, when years. Iron Man came out? Two thousand ten. I don't even know what what time that movie came out. No, two thousand eight. Two thousand and eight. Yeah, yeah. So twelve. 13 years of making the right choice. <laughs> so, there, yeah. Um, okay, I hope he's let's making look a lot of these. money because he deserves it. Do you think we'll get a remake of Wonder Woman? <laughs> the second Wonder Woman <laughs> movie was so bad. It was I so know, bad. and I, I watched it oh. again for some reason, and it, it was worse the second time. It was worse. I don't know. I think don't somebody wanted to watch it. It was definitely worse the second time. Like, that movie... Uh, no redeeming qualities. And I actually still need to watch Aquaman. I think I've been afraid to, but I have heard it's I've actually I've never watched that fun. movie. Never even tried. Actually, no. I also tried to watch that on a plane. I also got, like, two minutes in and stopped. <laughs> well... That's what happened when okay. I tried to watch Aquaman. I, I I will watch Aquaman. I do love Jason Momoa, and um, I, I heard it's not that bad. Uh, but let's see. Unless we had any, right, any other comments, we plot keywords here. Uh, where's the plot keywords? I got them. Do you want me to read them? Okay. Yeah, I am lost. Yeah. Okay. We've got superhero, superheroine. Based on comic, DC Comics, Suicide Squad. Okay. Alright. I'm, sure. I'm glad they have superhero and heroine in there. I, I like, like that. that too. I like that very much. Um, okay, let's wonder, go when up you, to these. Um... When are you going to watch Jungle Cruise so we can talk about it? <laughs> oh, yeah. I gotta go I'm sorry. See Wait, that. This is, I'm so this is, busy. This is a this is an off podcast conversation, but uh, I I saw I saw movies like this one. <laughs> Jungle Cruise was down there, and I was like, oh, I, we need to I talk really want to see it. I really do. It's just I'm busy right now. I'm busy. I really want to see it again. Maybe getting a cat soon. I may be getting a cat like this weekend. So. This weekend. That's right. It's September. That's when you said you were gonna, you were gonna, gonna maybe get one. <gasps> yeah. Have you found so one? So hopefully we... we can get one. Well, we found them, but it's a matter of like, are they gonna be there on Saturday when we can go get them, or do we, we like can't... them even? I don't know. Oh. Okay. You you haven't had a meet and greet yet, with with this. No. But you have some picked Potential. out, and if, and if they're still there. 
Okay. There's a lot of people that live here. There's a lot of people that want kittens. <laughs> you gotta snatch them up, like, right when they get up on the internet, you know? Yeah, I guess so. I We're gonna try so. to go up to Salem. Yes, the Salem, Massachusetts. Ooh. Get ourselves get a haunted a black cat. cat. Get yourself a haunted black cat. A black haunted cat. From Salem, Massachusetts. Okay. Um, it got a 72 it meta, it score, got meta score, which is yes. amazing. Just so good. A 72. So good. That's good. That's really good. Uh, let's see. I'm on the Metacritic This screen site. crush. I gotta read this. This 70 screen crush says, after that thrilling opening act, the Suicide Squad settles down into a more conventional, if still satisfying, superhero adventure. The story flags a little, and some tricky editing in the final act designed to keep up the energy just makes the climax more confusing. Still, the opening is a blast, and the whole thing looks like a Fellini movie compared to Suicide Squad. <laughs> what? They compared Fellini. it to a Federico Fellini movie, okay? Like, beautifully shot compared to a, the original yeah. Suicide Squad. Hmm, I see, I yeah. see. Uh, let's see. Here on Metacritic.com, it had 45 positive reviews, 7 mixed reviews, and 1 negative. So let's, let's, let's go check out that negative. All right, the give them Boston Globe, Alessandra, talk to the people at the Boston Globe. What the heck? Um, give it a thirty-eight. Give them a talking a, to. Yeah, go down there, knock on the door, be like Mark. Mark, can, can I speak to you for a second? <laughs> you talk about Suicide Squad. <laughs> okay. I need anyway, to talk Boston about Globe. your negative review of this pretty good movie. <laughs> Yeah, let, okay, let's see, let's, let's see what Mark had to say. Let's not, let's not judge, you know, too quickly. Here we go. Mark uh, from the Boston number? Globe gave it a 38. Okay. A 38. Um, the addition of gun, like the addition of a definite article to the title, means more, the, means more of the same. A baroquely nasty, flauntingly mean two plus hours of superhero action that is also a much greater sin noisily tedious well wow. i don't know that's pretty harsh i i think mark harsh. just doesn't like super superhero movies and i don't think he should be reviewing them i agree with you that's that's like every superhero movie yeah I mean, if, if someone genuinely doesn't like superhero movies, why are you critiquing the movie? We know you're going to hate it. So, don't bother. This person com compared it to Deadpool. The Raps. Yes. 78. Suicide Squad is by no means perfect, but like the Deadpool movies, it just showcased for what can happen when a superhero movie is allowed to be sprightly, self-aware, and sardonic, sardonic while also indulge, indulging in hard R violence, gore, and language. Gunn's latest creation is not without moments that drag, but when it pops, it pops brilliantly. Hmm. Okay. I'm trying to find one of these uh, mixed reviews. Um, this one's still so low. Um, 
IndieWire says it's the most fun and least depressing superhero movie in a long time. Least depressed? Uh, sure. Sure. A lot of people died yeah. in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> but in kind of comedic ways. So, let's see. Uh, yeah. Entertainment like gave it a 58. attaching to their faces, you know? Yeah. This is this is one of the mixed reviews. Uh, Entertainment gave it a fifty-eight. Uh, the script, accordingly, herks and jerks along with a sort of forced festive glee. Its mounting body count buffeted uh, by goofball banter and pounding soundtrack cues. A good half of the jokes don't land, but unlike his predecessor's joyless slog, Gunn's version at least celebrates the nonsense. Okay, it does. Uh, it celebrates know. the nonsense, and that's exactly what it needed to be compared to the last one. So, yeah, it it needed it needed to not take itself seriously, and it it did it while also, I mean, maintaining some some slightly serious aspects. I mean, they're like I I think Peacemaker definitely got very serious and like scary at the end, and. And, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, even hearing about Ratcatcher's uh, past with her father was, um, mm-hmm. she seemed a little naive to it, but I mean, and she, uh, just the way she would, the way she would like, explain the story seemed like, you know, she wasn't too beat up about it. Like, it's like, oh, you know, what happened, 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 um, father overdosed on heroin, but you know, what are you going to do? Like, yeah, I thought the energy was definitely akin to birds of prey i thought that it was kind of a nice uh after birds of prey movie you know because the energy was like really intense in that movie and also the fact that all of the press for that was also similarly just chaotic you know like margot robbie's face with a bunch of people on it it just was like very bright very colorful very like like baroque in its complexity in the in like yeah. the visual complexity so i yeah. i really enjoyed that it kind of came off of that energy because that movie was was very feminist and very women forward and awesome so i'm glad that we got that coming like and then this one kind of having that similar energy to it i wish there was a little bit more feminine energy in it like i said but yeah you know that's not it's it's not really the point as as obviously birds of prey was a lot more feminine energy forward so you know yeah one thing i did love a lot was um harley's outfits in this in this movie i like that the she went back to the, the red and black um, not just the yeah. dress. I liked her. I liked her like leathery, red strappy red and black outfit. Like in the very first scene, like I I love that. Yeah, I, the red just and like blue the was fine, I guess. But like her outfit in the first Suicide Squad movie was just ridiculous. Um, and, it was ridiculous. And her outfits were Everyone fine in the ridiculous. second one, mm-hmm. but like yeah. I I just liked I liked the the red and the black. I, I that's like you know traditional Harley. I love Harley. Um, Mm-hmm. So I I really enjoyed that, and um, I'm just I'm glad that that Margot is still playing Harley. 
I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad she's she's a survivor. She's surviving this. I just love her so. Well, much. also she doesn't even like seem to hate it. It's not like with yeah, like she likes playing Harley because Harley's such a strong female character. It's different than like um, Jennifer Lawrence playing like her character in um, in X Men and also in Hunger Games. She, like, oh. was very tired of playing those characters because they just yeah. didn't give her anything to do with them, especially in X-Men. She, like, literally got killed off in the last X-Men. Sorry, spoilers, but that's what happened because she was like, I don't want to be in this anymore. Like, this is bullshit. It's terrible. I don't want to be in this. And it's like, yeah, if you're not going to get supported by the writers, by the character and everything that's going to happen, like... Of course you're going to want to leave. You don't feel like you're, you're just a pretty face on the screen. What yeah. are you going to get out of that, you know? It, I totally understand why she didn't want to be in those movies anymore. Because she was just like a pawn in the script. Not like a fully fleshed out or at least interesting. Like Margot Robbie's character's got so much punk and she's got so much heart. And yeah. she's just chaotic energy that's just so fun. Like, of course she's going to want to play this really fun character and enjoy it, as well as playing these, like, really complex other characters in other movies that she's in, because she's a fucking amazing actress. <laughs> yeah, she really you know? is. She really is, and she's she's the she's the perfect Harley. Like, she's wonderful. Yeah. I just want to be her best friend. I just love her so much. <laughs> I just, I want, I want a Harley Quinn costume, like, so bad. <laughs> I've always wanted one. Um, I do like this one, so maybe yeah. I'll maybe I'll think about it. Um, but yeah, and I guess that is all we have to say about the Suicide Squad. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, please let us know. You can rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher, and we're also now on Spotify. And uh, if you need notifications on future episodes that we release, please follow our social media, Twitter, at By the Popcorn, Instagram, at All By the Popcorn Podcast, Facebook, All By the Popcorn Podcast, and like our page. Um, what? Oh. I was changing the internet because you were very choppy, and <gasps> I was worried that the people wouldn't be able to see you. Oh, dang so, it, yeah, yeah. Dealing with some internet stuff. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Fine. Yeah. Um, YouTube, where you might be watching this video right now that we are trying to film, but the internet is not allowing it. Um, it's but, fine. I'll, it's gonna be okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make it work. Um, but yes, YouTube. Uh, just search all by the popcorn podcast and subscribe to that. Um, and if you just want to reach out, say hello. Let us know how much you love Suicide Squad or Harley or or king shark baby um please email us at all by the popcorn podcast at gmail.com and uh lastly we have some merch so please king king baby shark um <laughs> and we also have some merch so please check that out uh but thank you so much for listening and we'll talk to you guys in the next one goodbye bye Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. 
And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.